0: temple university is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the u.s through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty temple students are prepared to soar in their careers schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit this is judge smales and you're listening to a replay of the kim peterson show i told kim if this radio thing doesn't work out don't worry The world needs ditch diggers, too. (laughs) Don't forget, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 106.7. Hi, I'm Casey Gazem, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show (laughs) is brought to you by Goodyear. If you're looking for a new set of tires, (laughs) why not give us a shot? And now here's your host, Uh, Kim Peterson. Now wait a minute, let me
1: get this straight so I don't control my own mic anymore. No, we got to fix that. I don't want it that way. I want to control my own mic. I, I mean, you should have an override if you need to, to to kill it on the board, but I want my own mic. Huh? You control your own mic. You only need to turn this one on when we have phone calls. Okay, because okay. my mic was on without me turning my on. He turned on the master switch. I don't want that That's happening. Okay. That's not. I don't it want it that way.
2: <laughs> <for another
1: one. laughs> it's going to either be that way or we're going to uh, get something different. That's a no good ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get my doctor, Vinny Von Boom, coming in here 12:51. Oh my All right, so we got a couple of Facebook updates and various things, and this is. Uh, Black eyed peas and Fergie from the hip hop singing Black eyed peas is forty today. So it's the birthday. It's letter at Friday. Anything goes. News Radio one zero six seven. If you don't mind, I'd like to do something again, which I will try <laughs> to endeavor to do successfully. This time is to check the weather forecast. What you doing, baby? Yikes! Whatcha doing, baby? <laughs> Let me just start over again. Like I say every Friday, <laughs> whatcha doing, baby? That's what I said. <laughs> you snotty little. It's only me, and it's on Friday and all that. So hide the women and children. It's time once again for Men's on Ball with the glorious Leslie Dove. Hello. <laughs> Leslie, how's it going?
0: Men's on ball, take 69. Let's go.
1: Hey,
3: Leslie.
0: Well, we're going to get Men's International, Kimber, to sponsor your studio because something's going down every day over there. <laughs> I tell you, Kimber, to compare yes, your control room to a van by the river is an insult to vans and rivers throughout the United States. <laughs> Must be the Chattahoochee River with all the crappy equipment you got in there. I mean, That's not a turtle. I'm sorry, but Police Chief Cassandra Jones works more often than your phone system does there, Chachi. <laughs> I just hate to see all these malfunctions happen on the Kimma's final show. You know, I was hoping don't
1: we, no. maybe he could go out on a high note, you know. <laughs> we were all hoping.
0: Well, Kim, I don't want to brag. Yes, yep. Besides, who would be hearing me at this point anyway? You... <laughs> but I'm slowly becoming... Known as Midtown's favorite March Madness analyst. Oh, really? Leslie <laughs> Wildcat Dove, they call me, because I'm always tops in seating, just like my favorite team, <laughs> the KY Squad, a slippery bunch. Well, who, I believe
1: that's Kentucky, sir. Who <laughs> inserted himself
0: into the Final Four discussion last night. Hard, oh, sir. <laughs> Yeah, they did last night, boy. They gave poor West Virginia a butt whipping that only one of Adrian Peterson's kids could appreciate. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I mean the poor mountaineers reminded me of John Boy's girlfriend last night. Well,
1: what do you mean by that, sir? Well, they left
0: the arena with a tail between their LA. legs. <laughs> Turn to round, balls. <laughs> round well, ball. Well, we'll do that right after the report. Oh, the NBA. <laughs> Your first place Atlanta Hawks mm. signed former Detroit Piston forward Austin Payne to a 10 day contract. 10 day contract? A 10 day contract. You sure his middle name isn't Peterson? <laughs> <laughs> it must be he's nowhere on the team's website, so that. <laughs> Thank well, you. I hear that Southside Steve is about to hit yeah. the big five-zero. Five-zero, yeah. Yeah, congratulations, Steve, on adding two more words to your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Does that include verbs? <laughs> you know, I was wondering if I could maybe get on over there at the Rock 100 Morning Show, Kimmel.
1: Well, what do you mean, sir? What, what
0: well, you... I heard they're always working behind each other's backs. Sounds like my kind of place. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They're undermining each other, that kind of behind-the-back activity. <laughs> oh, I got you. If you can't screw over the guys who got you in the business, who can you screw over? That's what I've always said. Oh, <laughs> wow. And Atlanta landmark, the punchline closes this weekend in yeah. Sandy Springs. This weekend closes. Brings back fond memories of the night that I opened for James Gregory and then I went out on stage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Might be a lie, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the audience
0: to its knees, remember? Kim, I had them rolling in the aisles. It's a shame they were rolling before really. there. <laughs> that <laughs> be a lie, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll let me perform at the new club, you know. The uh, new one, yeah. Yes. Yeah, falling, you'll get no club in
2: like
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> time,
0: this has been Leslie Dove, and i see it, at Phillips Arena. Go home. Swish, swish. Thank
1: you, Leslie. The glorious the Leslie Dove on News Radio 106.7. And it's Let's only the Kimmer. Rain, rain, rain. Mercy. It's raining, uh, look out. 12.56, it's raining and Men on uh, News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 1067 uh, I was in the middle of telling something and I caught myself. How about a quick Facebook update here, Pete?
4: Yeah, Joel, uh, this uh, went to Bojangles. Girl said we have two sizes of coffee, large and medium. <laughs> okay.
1: I don't know what that means, uh, and also someone has an explanation for our uh, transmitter issues. Oh
4: here. yeah, you know the the gay guy from Airplane. that was oh the
1: guy when uh, when uh, what's his name from Sea Hunt said how uh, about how about some garbage? He
4: says, No thanks. And yeah. so hey,
1: here's a sheet of paper. Says what do you make of this? He says well I can make a pterodactyl, I can make a
4: swan. That <laughs> yeah. guy. He's got him pulling the plug and laughing about it. Uh, it says, there that's, you go. That's, that's
1: what that's see that's what exactly what happened. But we're all fine now. Twelve fifty seven, and it's only me. News Radio Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ignition sequence.
0: Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to a replay of the camera show. Man, that camera guy's got some jokes that are so bad, I wouldn't even steal them. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And don't get heartburn in the first place.
3: It takes Kimmer forever to eat a bowl of M&M's. Well, He's know. always throwing away the W's. The Kimmer <laughs> Show on News Radio 1067. Very funny, Mr.
1: Funny Man. <laughs> 105. Look like out, on, how's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. The Dale Peterson Program, News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. It's your show, Let Rip Friday. Here we go. This is genesis and their rock musician tony banks is 65 today yeah getting up there that keyboard also actor jerry Lacey from dark shadows is 79 austin pendleton from oz and homicide life on the street is 75 holy moly time flies mister 106 it's only me it's only the Kimmera News Radio 1067-844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Got your topics, got your issues. News break lines coming up. Sponsored by The siding Doctor. 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 Also, um, oh, this was a little bit of a tidbit I, I heard from this morning. Babysitter hourly fees. Now, you are not you have, don't have kids, so you no. wouldn't know this. But I, as a father of a couple daughters, uh, who both who babysat... Uh, I can tell you, and you parents who have young kids, you know how hard it is to get a good babysitter these days. I mean, everything changed. When uh, it, it's the same reason you can't uh, golf courses can't hire, can't find caddies. It used to be that you know young kids, young boys would go to a country club or golf courses and caddy and learn about the game and make money. Da da da. No, they won't do it anymore. It's too hard. Kids won't caddy anymore. They won't do it. No, but club can't. You couldn't beg them to come out and caddy for a country club anymore. They just won't do it. It, it's not enough money for the time they spend outdoors, and have, I mean, it's it's amazing, but it's true. And the same thing with um, whatever it was I was just talking to you—babysitting. <laughs> so you know, you know, baby, good babysitters are hard to find. Parents will actually auction themselves off. The there was a survey by something. The average babysitter fee these days is just under fourteen dollars an hour, and in uh, places like San Francisco and New York, it's closer to eighteen an
4: hour, an hour, and they get tips. More importantly, how much is an old pair these days?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and what does Daddy get when he drives her home? Well, That's the sweetest one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, i will never forget. We had when I was in Alfred with a final wife. Um, we had this. There was one babysitter. It was just She was just lovely, a sweet young girl. She was an athlete and she was a great student. And she had, I mean, she, like like all. 16 year old girls, whatever. She was beautiful and, you know, thick, pretty hair. And she was just so sweet and nice. And we just, just totally a lovely child. And really, really hot, if I may say so. Well, so my final wife, uh, I would drive her home after babysitting stuff. And my final wife said, I'd uh, get back to the house. She said, Boy, isn't she pretty? I'd say, Who's that, dear? Who, who, who isn't what pretty? Uh, the babysitter. What, what babysitter? You know, the one you just drove home. Oh, oh, I, I, guess, I guess. I don't know. I think. Uh, anyway, anything in the fridge? You know, it's just. <laughs> 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 just for the record. And I pulled Here's that off for years. <laughs> on peach tree, that's yeah, there you go. All right. Anyway, it's only me, 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. All right, let me ask you this. It's 108, and we have newsbreak lines and all this stuff. Uh, the pilot thing. In fact, if you're a pilot, I'd love to talk to you. We had a, a guy, I think it was Bill yesterday, was a, was an Airbus pilot, like the one that went down from Germany in France in the Alps. And here's my question. Isn't it true, isn't it basically true today that nobody is getting on an airplane with a gun? True? Yeah. yeah. Is that is that pretty clear? I mean, is that like 99.99999% accurate that you, you pretty much are not going to get on an airplane With a gun or a metal knife or, well, screw the knife, even a plastic knife. Let's let's, let's say everybody can get on an airplane with a plastic knife, but you're not going to get on there with a gun and you're probably not going to get on there with a bomb. Okay, do we understand that? I mean, is that pretty clear? Okay, because of all the screening and everything else. Okay, then why is it we have to have a system that keeps a, a pilot locked out of his own cockpit? In other words, go back to the system one step back, release one of those steps, so that the only way for someone to get into the cockpit is by knowing the, key, the, knowing the code. So if a pilot leaves to go to the bathroom, the door closes and locks automatically. When the pilot wants to come back into the cockpit, he goes ding, 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 a four-letter code or whatever it is, and he opens up the door. Now, the reason they didn't do that before is because they were saying, what if a hijacker has a gun to your head and is threatening to kill people or kill the pilot if you don't open the door? Well, that's because he would have a gun. and It would be hard to overpower him if the guy's got a gun pointed at you. But if he doesn't have a gun, what's he going to have? A little plastic fork? A knife?
4: Liquid explosive.
1: Well, but, and what's he going to do with it? I mean, in other words, if if a, if a pilot goes to the bathroom and the door closes, and a pilot goes out of the bathroom, and then a guy jumps up from his seat and grabs the pilot with a liquid bottle, and you know, I mean, <laughs> or a plastic knife and says, give me the code, give me the code, or I'll slit your throat, then the pilot's got to say, you know what, screw you, pal, slit my throat. Take one for the team. No, I'm serious. You should have to be prepared to say I'm not letting you in that cockpit. Well, I'm going to start stabbing passengers. No, you wouldn't, because we'd be all over them. If a guy stands up to do something with an airplane with a knife, there are going to be 20 people jumping him right there. There's no way he's going to commit anything. So you don't need to have a foolproof, nobody gets in the cockpit plan anymore. You don't need it. Just have a code, a passcode, you know, four let four numbers or something. And then when the hijacker says, I want that code, say, screw you. What are you going to do about it? And if, as soon as the ruckus starts, everybody jumps on him. Yeah.
4: So you don't need to have that extra security. You don't need it anymore or we could just have Liam Neeson fly on every plane. There you go. Of
1: course he's against guns. You know, he doesn't like guns. He's, oh, no, you've tuned down fingers, right, I've turned on my thing. I turned back up again.
4: Uh, no, but I'm, I'm sure isn't that reasonable?
1: Assume, uh, based on the assumption that they can no longer get a gun on a plane. Yep.
0: Makes sense. Do you think that would have they would have to increase security screening measures before you get on the plane? Well,
1: maybe, but they're pretty I mean they're pretty <laughs> secure now. I mean, they still people still p- try to pass things in their luggage, but they get caught. I mean, look at all the things that get caught. Now, again, I mean, if if there's one chance out of 7 million that something happens, okay, then that's worth the risk. But I'm telling you, it doesn't make any sense to me to have all this security where even a pilot can't get back in his own cockpit. That's ridiculous. If you can't have a gun, then what's the worst a guy can do? Start cutting you before everybody jumps on him? Take one for the team. Say, hey, hijacker, guess what? Screw you, pal. We're not doing anything you want. And if you don't like it, uh, all these guys are about to jump on you and break your skinny freaking neck. Yeah. I showed John Boy how to do it in less than two seconds. I'm telling you, I, this doesn't make any sense. And, and I'll bet you pilots are uh, are feeling the same uh, thing. It's just going stupid. The Italian and French pilots will just surrender. Yeah, no, well, listen, uh, I give up,
4: Monsieur. <laughs>
1: Anyway, I don't know. It's just it just seems like to me that we're just you know, it's just and it's because of the Arabs from Saudi Arabia on nine eleven. That's the only reason any of this is happening is because of the Arab Muslims on nine eleven. Uh one twelve, one twelve, one twelve.
0: Hey now, everybody. Uh,
1: uh. <laughs> Hello. Uh, look the News weather and traffic on
3: your ride home, hey, home on news radio one oh six seven. Here we go.
0: Hey, this is Dennis Smiller, and now here's your host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A man who's taken a week off. Yeah. Why? I mean, isn't his status already as shaky as Michael J. Fox on a belt exerciser there, Chachi? I mean, what's he thinking? Here he is for now, Kim yeah, Peterson. You
1: see, that's the thing. <laughs> The old cliche used to be that you never want to take a vacation because that's when they get you. <laughs> you just don't ever return. Anyway, 119. Uh, I guess we'll find out. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Letter Rip Friday. Anything goes, it's your show. Here's the number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. It was 1987, U2 filmed the video for this song, Where the Streets Have No Name. It was done on a rooftop in downtown Los Angeles. Thousands of people showed up. It was so many that the cops had to break it up. Because it was a mad scene in 1987, filmed the video for it. A birthdays, actress Megan Hilty from Smash is 34. And actress Taylor Atelian from According to Jim is 20 today. I got 120 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It turns out that that co-pilot, Andy uh, Lubitz, was a nutbag who uh, spent 18 months getting psychiatric treatment after a severe crisis because his girlfriend broke up with him. And the day of the crash, he had a note from his doctor, which they found in his apartment. The doctor saying, "You are relieved from duty. You are not fit for duty, or you can take it off if you want." And he ripped it up and went to work. And I know, I said duty
4: twice, <laughs> twice.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, so he was depressed, and he also worked with him for the, during that eighteen months. He was under psychiatric care. A pilot, uh, he worked as a stewardess and or a flight attendant, and they used to make they used to call him uh, uh, Randy Tomato because he served food so made, they made it was a german you know joke is rende tomato you know so they made jokes on behind it. so the you know his self-esteem was all this stuff so i mean between all these things uh, his mind was a mess anyway and i got a pie roger i want to talk about planes with roger here and whether we go back to the old ways of getting in the cockpit i don't think we need all that extra stuff anymore but if i wait there's a news break line hold everything he was on the old uh, news break line there uh, good afternoon Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Steve Martin calling. Steve Martin, what a great thrill to have you aboard, sir. How
4: are you?
0: Well, they've wanted me to call for a long time, but I've been holding out for a little bit of this. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd asked for money instead of a little bit of this.
1: But seriously, Kimmer, Let's get it's small. a somber day. Somber day. The
0: report is in. This was no
1: accident. Yes, sir.
0: There was no malfunction. Uh, oh, no it noise. was deliberately planned to inflict the most possible uh, damage.
1: Oh, uh, that plane flight.
0: But enough about the Kimmer's phone system. How about that? A German wing investigation. <laughs> Is it true your engineer locked himself in the control room and refused to let anyone in while he was crashing your phone? <laughs> no. I must destroy Kim Peterson. No. Do what you will to the Killer King Todd, but leave that poor equipment alone, you devilish thing. Old chum. <laughs> You didn't know that Steve Martin had Adam West in his repertoire. I did not know that Steve. Now, but I don't understand this. Every day, it's always something. Something. The yeah. Kimmers giving. Yeah. he's giving, and all he asks is some cooperation from the engineering crew. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. But I'm angry. He wants one audible phone line, and can he
2: possibly get a blue spotlight? <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get carried away. No, it's all right. I was wrong. I was bad. I was
0: wrong. Hey, Kimber, did you hear yeah. the exciting news? No, what's that, sir? Beginning April 1st, Former Fulton County Police Chief Cassandra Jones will be doing three shows daily at the Georgia Aquarium. (laughs) (laughs) Please do not feed the whale while she's performing. Thank you very much. Great to be on the show. Thank you, Steve. It's all. It's impossible. Stuff a (laughs) cat like up your nose. It's just impossible. And now I'd like to do a couple of gambling jokes. (laughs) Sammy Davis Jr., personal friend of mine. Way down upon the Swan. Steve.
1: Never thought he'd see. People standing <laughs> live to see the boy King Tut. <laughs> King Tut. Da, 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 da. King tut. <laughs> oh, mercy. <laughs> All right, here we, oh, right, Now, I, have you got my mic on over there, too? Okay, because I just turned my mic off to cough, and it was still on the air because you had me up over there. Ah, see. All Sorry. right. Well, we we got to fix this. This is crap. 123. All right, let's get to Roger. Roger, thanks for your patience and for holding. I do appreciate it. Welcome aboard, sir.
0: Hey, Kimber. Hi. It's, it's so hard to talk to you about a serious subject with all this laughing going on. I, I know. Show. We'll give it a try. Like, Thank
1: you. Thanks.
0: Um, but, you know, the the plan you laid out, I think, has just got one critical flaw in it. Okay. Um, if, if we have just that single passcode code to get in, and it's going to rely on two things, the integrity and the courage of the pilots. And as you just said earlier, there was something wrong with this guy. Yeah. Um, and had he been on the outside of the door, opened the door, and let four or five people rush, it, you would have probably had the same effect. Um, I've got a buddy that's a Delta pilot here in Atlanta, and he told me that their procedure is once one person moves, the head flight attendant takes the seat till it gets back. Yeah, it's called one out. I don't one, know why uh, that didn't happen here.
1: Well, I, I can tell you, the American policy is one out, one in, which means if someone leaves a cockpit, a second person, even a flight attendant, has to go in and sit in there. They have to have two. That's not the case in Europe. It will be now. They've just changed as of last night. A bunch of, I think, Lufthansa and some of Qantas or some others have, uh, have now changed their policy to make it a, a one out, one in or a two-person cockpit at all times. But again, it was never a rule until now. And you're right. I, I guess, you know, if, if, if the plan was where hijackers or terrorists uh, bought every seat in first class, and then the pilot came out, and they all jumped him to try to get in the thing, you know. But again, I just, I just think, I think we're overreacting so much that we're hurting ourselves from basic common sense policies that would, you know, make it. It should be impossible. There should never, ever, ever be a possibility of someone commandeering a plane and crashing it into the rocks. I mean, it can't be that hard to prevent that from happening, and yet it clearly is. I don't know. Roger, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I just, it just seems to me that it's, uh, you know, if you if you can't, uh, then my assumption is you're not going to get on the plane with another gun. You're not going to get on the plane with a gun or a bomb. You might have some plastic sharp thing, but again, they're going to see that too. Again, they check all this stuff. I mean, a thing slip through, but uh, you know, hell, I couldn't bring on my belt on the plane from Atlanta because the security people wouldn't let me get on with my bullet belt, even though it's fake. They're not real bullets, you idiots. <laughs> well, it looks like a bad thing. Oh, it's, so it looks like a bad belt. Yeah, I'm going to hold up my belt. I'm taking over this plane. See this belt? Yeah, I'm in control yeah. now, boy. Oh, idiots. Just idiots. All right, then. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Oh, look for some video and your travels today of a stormy sea off the coast of California. There's a fishing boat which gets rocked so brutally that you can see one of the fishermen on the boat... Flying off the boat, about thirty feet in the air, into the water. You can't. And they found him. They got him. It's from Cal, outside, of, uh, off the coast of California. A stormy seas, fishing boat, and a, you can see a guy flying like he was bouncing off a, a hundred-pound trampoline force or something. Yeah, unbelievable. Anyway, I right, have more animal stories coming up. Uh, the Guntry Club planned for Kennesaw. The uh, Cambodian Prime Minister says, "Michelle, yeah, talk is cheap, but how about some, uh, you know, computers and stuff." And robots turning us into pets. Uh, Ooh, uh, and more news regularized to the Kimmer on News Radio 1067.
0: This is Jerry Seinfeld. And why are you listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show? Don't forget, The Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. So don't forget to miss it! Well, this is Officer Barney Five, hey, and Barney. this portion of The Kimmer Show isn't is brought to you by Police it? Chief Cassandra Jones, oh, Fulton, Fulton, County. Fulton County's first stay at home cop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why work when you don't have to? And now here's your host, The Kemmer.
1: Thank you so much, Barnes. Pick a lock, get that bullet in your pocket. 135. It's only The Kimmer. Look out, it's only me. News Radio 106.7, baby.
0: 1967,
1: the Stones concert, Helsingborg Sweden. A riot. Five days later, concert, Vienna, Austria. A riot. 154 arrested. Two weeks later, a concert, Zurich. Another riot. That was a bad... <laughs> season for the Stones in 1967. My heavens. Anyway, this was the day in 2002. Milton Burl died after a colon cancer battle in his home in L.A. He was 93. You know who Milton Berle... You know Milton Berle, right, do you, John? You ever heard of Milton Berle? No. Oh, my God. Who is he? Oh, now, hold it. Just, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's Milton Berle? Holy crap. Now, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Milton Burl was... Uh, uh, well, he was an old time comedian. He was, a, he was a comedian. He had a TV show. Milton Burrow was so, Uncle Milty, that is to call him, was so popular in, in the 50s that movie theaters would not run movies on Thursday nights or whatever it was he was on because nobody left their home because they all watched Milton Burrow, period. Wow. Movie theaters would would play Milton Berle's on their screen, a show if they had to, because people would not go to the movies and they'd stay home and watch Milton Burl. Of course, that was back when there were two, two uh, you know, stations on the television set. So it wasn't like he had all this stuff to go for. Milton Berle uh, was also a real hound. Uh, he was, well, let's see, Milton Berle, uh, to compare him to a uh, major American university, let's say he had a tremendous endowment. And he was rather famous for this tremendous endowment. And he, yeah. used, to, he used to get hookers and share them with his son in the same room oh. uh, at hotels. Yeah. He was he was a pig, he was a real pig. And he would he would brag uh, about uh, various things of his or her thing and actually uh, would uh, be happy to uh, do a little show and tell demonstration for anybody who would ask. Milton Bro. But he was a comedian who he he dressed as a woman. He, I mean he was an incredible guy. And I think it was Milton Burl, if I'm not mistaken, Milton Burl signed a 20-year contract with NBC, the blue, blue network as I recall for something like I don't know $20,000 a year or whatever but he signed a 20 year contract to be paid if he whether he was on the air or not the first real long term contract for security that anyone ever signed in Hollywood or show business
0: I googled a picture of him I've yeah. never seen him before in my I'll be life. damned
1: never. wow I guess you have to be I guess you have to be yeah, over I mean, 40
4: he was old when I was young yeah
1: but I mean, uh, and, and but Milton Berle was one of the, cla- I mean, he was he was the guy. Yeah, but he stole a lot of jokes. Oh yeah, he stole from everybody. That was the other joke. He stole everybody's jokes. <laughs> of course, they all did back then. I think too. Anyway, uh, just uh, for the record, that was kind of funny. I right, one thirty eight. All right, look out! It's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067 The pilot was a nut job uh, for that uh, German plane that crashed in the French Alps. Never should have flown. You heard our news guy just tell you that uh, he had several ripped up doctors' notes. Uh, Excusing him from going to work, and he ripped him up and went to it anyway. Uh, Another story that's kind of uh, got my goat a little bit today is now, yes, the family of the Nicholas Thomas who was shot at the Goodyear store after stealing a car and trying to run over a cop. Uh, The attorney uh, Mulali Davis says it's unlikely that the outcome would have been fatal had the suspect not been African American. So here's the suggestion. Here's what uh, what Mr. Davis, the attorney, uh, said to the family and to, uh, to a news conference. Cars can't move left or right. They can only go straight. So why don't you just uh, jump out of the way? So because of that suggestion, the police department in Smyrna and Vinings and Cobb County have now come up with a brand-new program to train police officers, thanks to attorney Davis. That new program is uh, something we've been familiar with as little children. You put your right foot in, you take your right foot out. All right, officers, when a speeding car is trying to kill you, take one about them out, get your left foot in, your right foot out. We call a bye-bye. They're doing the hokey pokey. So they're going to train all the police officers now so that whenever someone tries to kill them with a car, they can just... Left foot in, right foot out. they got to shake it all about. No, no, boys. Unbelievable. Just jump out of the way. Hey, there's an idea. <laughs> or you could just have a guy who didn't try to run over a cop, but I, you know, that's just me. I, I don't want to say anything. Just <laughs> kind of funny. Okay, one forty already here on the Kimmer Show. News Radio one oh six seven. Eight four 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 oh four ten sixty seven. And can you believe it? There are people actually talking about letting Bo Bergdahl go free after he does a little bit of something and then give him his honorable discharge after all this. Well I can tell you this uh, one of his platoon mates is a guy named Josh Cornelison who served with Bo Bergdahl
4: if Bo Bergdahl after all this is f- is finished and he gets an honorable discharge i think it's more than a slap in the face i think it's an absolute spit in the face of every single service member whether it's marines united states army navy coast guard whatever it is i think that all of those people that have uh gotten out do have an honorable discharge and did their 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 time and it was honorable i think that if bo bergdahl gets out with an honorable discharge it's an absolute uh Disgrace! It's an absolute slap in the face of everybody in the history of the United States military that has uh, served honorably with respect to everybody around them and to uh, and and that kept their oath that they're not going to leave their battle buddies in a time of need. Not only that,
1: I've had it up to here with his letter from his lawyer who says, "Well, you know, they used to beat him, and he really wanted to come home." Well, gee, what's that got to do with deserting your unit during a war? So what? So he wanted? Sure, he wanted to come home. Who didn't? That's not the point. Anyway, 142. All right, we're going to talk more about the shooting jacks coming up. But first, a little Traffic Friday. I'm just show. a little excited because I
0: met somebody today. <laughs> Someone in the bookstore. <laughs> Someone who likes the same kind of literature as I do. <laughs> but first... Oh, and the adventure begins again.
3: The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. On news Here we go. Radio yes, indeedy.
0: This is Ernie Anderson, and this portion of our show is brought to you by Nancy Grace, oh. Police Chief Cassandra Jones, oh. and Governor Chris Christie oh. setting sail tonight on
1: the Love Barge. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy Friday! Let it rip! Anything goes. It's your show, and it's only the Kimmer. This song was the most performed song in all of Britain in 1966. And because of that, the British music industry awarded the writers the Ivor Novella Award for writing Michelle. Those two writers, John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Dudley Moore died of a rare brain disorder in Trenton, New Jersey this day in 2002. He was 66. And filmmaker Billy Wilder died in L.A. at the age of 95, also in 2002. A quick birthday, actress Emily Ann Lloyd from Something So Right is 31. I don't know what that is either. All right, uh, 149 News lights coming up, sponsored by the siding Doctor. Uh, but first, let me go back to the phones, 844-404-1067. Jack's been holding. Thanks for your patience, Jack. How's it going? Welcome.
5: Hey, Kimmer, I like your show. Thanks, man. Hey, uh, real quick regarding this incident. And I don't know what happened. The guy could be guilty as could be, but... In general, they have a rule. If you have a felony and you're on probation and you have a minor traffic infraction, run a stop sign, yeah. speeding, illegal turn, they can now they can put you back in prison to, to serve out, let's say, the last two years of your sentence. Oh, yeah, now, yeah. I'm not talking about shoplifting and burglary assault. You go back to jail. That's where you belong. Yeah. But a guy could have turned his life around, be working, paying his fines, supporting a family, and they got to get rid of that one. I mean, I, you know, running a stop sign, rolling through a stop sign—that's that's to me, that's an that's an asinine rule, and the cops have to enforce it. It's not the police doing it.
1: Well, th- I
3: mean, that's the tied.
5: issue. What are, gonna... what
1: are they supposed to do? Say, well, I I don't agree with that law, so I don't think I'll stop anybody anymore for rolling oh, no, through.
5: No, no you no, know. No, me... no. No. You're but right, again, you're right, Kimber, the, the policeman must stop them. Yeah. The policeman, has, he's doing his job. I'm just talking about we. Everybody ma- can make a little mistake. That's not a reason to send send somebody to prison. That's my point.
1: Right. Okay. Well, all right, Jack. But on the other hand, it is a reason if the guy knows that he broke the law, he got he was in prison, he served his time, and they got out on probation, and the certain rules of the certain rules. In fact, there were cases, I know a guy, uh, the uh, boyfriend of a lady, who, my former horse girl down in Florida, and her boyfriend, um, it, it was like a 28-year-old guy, and he got convicted for a drug charge and spent a couple of years in prison for... I don't know what possession of something whoever was, and he's been clean and he's fine. But he was still on probation officially when he went with some friends to a restaurant to have lunch. But it was also a it was a place like Hooters or whatever where they serve booze and beer, and he was not allowed to go into a uh, an establishment that serves alcohol. And he was just having lunch. He even has the the sheet on the the, the uh, uh, receipt to show he was just having lunch. And somebody uh, called the cops. And, uh, a judge, somebody called a judge's office who was the one who was sentenced to prison in the first place. And the judge didn't like this guy because his ex wife was his sister, or something or there was some little thing. So the judge put him back in prison for having lunch at a restaurant. Two years back in prison for two more years because he went to a place where they serve alcohol. So, you know, that was a judgment. But, again, if you know the rules, don't break the rules. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, don't try to yeah. run over a cop whether you have a misdemeanor or not. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, still his doing. He was the one who did, broke the law. He was the one who got in the car. He was the one who tried to he get away. He, it's his, his, his. Put the blame where it belongs. You want to put a cop in that position? I don't want to put a cop in that position. So stop running away when the cop comes to you. Say, yes, sir, officer, how can I help you? God, I mean, come on. What, what the hell are you doing? I won 52. Well, there's the news alive Let's see who's on the old uh, news break line there. Uh, good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer. This is Mark Lemke calling. <laughs> hey,
3: Hall of Famer.
1: <laughs> hey, Lemmer. Well, I'm so excited.
0: Can't you tell? <laughs> Cheer down, Wow.
1: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: <laughs> Just 10 days to go, and... You know, till we find out who's going to be taking over your time slot. It's also the opening day for the baseball season, so if you think about it, there's going to be two big things to celebrate.
1: <laughs> i Mark Lemkin. Very funny. All of favor
0: Hey, did you say the average babysitter earns $13 an hour? Yeah, a little more than that, even. You know, average. You know, Kimber, well, that doesn't include the special honeymoon bonus that uh, Mayor Kasim Reed pays when he finally gets around to marrying the kid's mother, you know? I mean, <laughs> Hey, what a cute little bassinet, (laughs) Mayor. Hey, Mayor. This is Mark Lemke. Hey, Mayor. You know, I got an invitation yesterday to the Southside Steed fiftieth birthday party. Oh,
1: you did? Oh, great. great.
0: I said, no thanks, guys. I mean, if I want to drop in on a circle of jerks, I'll attend a Clear Channel party.
1: (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Payne Weber.
0: You know, I called and I said, hey, uh, what time is the Rock 100 listener event from Southside, Steve? And they said, well, when can you get here, (laughs) (laughs) Lambert? You're the first one that's called. You know, to show there are no hard feelings, Larry Wax gave Southside Steve a 50th birthday
1: present. Is that right? That's a nice thing.
0: Yeah, Larry gave him a Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, and he highlighted the words loyalty, gratitude, and trustworthiness. (laughs) (laughs) Allegiance, you know all the words that they don't know. (laughs) That's what friends are for. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Hey, Larry, thanks for getting me started in the business. No, I'll screw you over. Anyway, <laughs> you mentioned them, the lawyer representing that uh, Tirestone terrorist. Yeah. What's his name? Mauli Mel Davis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got a great new jingle on the uh, radio. I heard it. Mauli Mel Davis and Associates. You should catch uh, you have it sometime. Have a, what's
1: their, what's uh, can you sing it? I didn't hear it. What yeah. –
0: Mauli Mel Davis and Associates, go ahead and charge the cop. <laughs> I know that. Mel Davis and Associates, aim the car at his knees. <laughs> Make the criminal the victim. <laughs> we like to stir up trouble.
2: Mauli think... Mel
0: Davis and Associates, we're right behind the ambulance. <laughs> 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 it's one of those, I think. <laughs> There's got to be money no, in there uh, somewhere. It's one of those. I'm <laughs> not something. sure. Like that? <laughs> we'll eat all your blue bear pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark Lamkey. Thank you, Lever. on the last Kimmer show, you know.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, We'll find out in a week. Anyway, thanks, Lever. 155, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 106.7. I mentioned earlier this uh, Vanity Fair. I love Vanity Fair as a magazine. It's, it's, it's so foo-foo and leftist. I mean, this Graydon Carter is a complete socialist. But uh, he, there, there's always one great article or more in these magazines. And this one, for the month of uh, my current copy, it must be for April, I'm guessing. I can't see them. No, in fact, this, what, what month issue is it? Where the hell do you find the month issue on the front page of this magazine? Where the hell does it say it? <laughs> I mean, you can't even tell where it's from. april yeah yeah there's but where is i didn't see it oh my god it's hidden under the stand oh geez (laughs) talk about clutter anyway um there's a couple articles in here on the guys the 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 wrecking crew the people who broke the economy and uh, for example uh ken lewis former ceo of bank of america left the bank of america at the end of 2009 he was entitled to 83 million plus his stock and other compensation Reportedly, lives in a multi-million dollar place uh, it got off pretty well. The total stock thing for John Fain at Goldman Sachs, one-time CEO of the New York Stock Exchange, got $15 million after blowing up the economy. His total compensation from CIT was $8.2 million, and he got stock worth $16 million. And as a LPO partner at Goldman Sachs, he received a windfall of $500 million when Goldman Sachs went public five hundred million and these are the people who are behind the collapse of the, the you know like the, those fake interest bond mortgage things business they're the ones who collapsed the economy and most of them walked away with between 10 and 500 million dollars and are not in jail 157 on news radio 1067 this is donald trump
0: and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer show it's great it's huge be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. I mean, to hell with the Kimmer. You don't want to miss a call from me.
3: An audience member started walking out on the Kimmer. Who do you think you are walking uh, out on me? The Kimmer right. asks. <laughs> I'm a talent scout, replied the man. The Kimmer Show <laughs> I on don't. News Radio 1067. Thank seven. you so very much. <laughs> 205.
1: And for three years now, Panama City Beach Holiday Inn, at 11 in the morning, wakes up its sleepy spring break guests with this song, blaring from loudspeakers. And you know what? They love it. The spring breakers are going to Panama City Beach go to the Holiday Inn, and for three years now, every morning at 11 o'clock, they roust the drunken, hangover uh, teenager, uh, trampy girls and their little friends with this song, and now it's become a thing where all the kids have bring along stuffed animals of the Lion King, and they go out on their balconies when the song plays, and they do, like, tributes to the Lion King <laughs> off their balconies, singing the song and dancing and stuff. And the reason is, of course, that these kids, at the spring break-age kids, grew up with this Lion King business as little children. So it's kind of a nostalgic look back and so forth. So they're taking it really well and having fun. But that's the, you know, this is the sound. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) 11 o'clock every morning. All right, it's 207 on News Radio 1067. Hold on, Helen, get right to you. Newsmaker Line's coming up, too. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor Uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, 207, Uh, this, you've seen these cherry blossoms in Washington, you know, the famous cherry blossoms and why they have cherry blossom festivals everywhere, stuff like that. Well, it actually began thanks to a gift in 1912. The first lady then was Helen Heron Taft, President Taft's wife, 1912. Uh, She and the wife of Japan's ambassador, Viscountess Chinda, Planted the first two of the cherry trees given as a gift by the mayor of Tokyo. All told, three thousand cherry trees, and so the blooming cherry trees in Washington are the result of a gift from the mayor of Tokyo from 1912. Which is kind of cool. All right, what's that?
4: Mine's uh, prettier.
1: Your cherry? You have a beautiful cherry tree.
4: <laughs> it's it's full, huge, massive. and
1: big and massive. Absolutely.
4: How old? You have any? How old it is? Got to be about. Well, I'd say 35 years old, maybe wow. 30, 35
1: years. Cool. Uh, here's Helen on News Radio 1067. More news bag coming up. Hi, Helen. Welcome.
0: Well, thank you. How are you doing? Are you looking forward to your time off?
1: Well, I am. It's going to be fun, fun. I'm driving. We're going to have a little family reunion thing and go to the beach and have parties and fun and good stuff. So I'm. it's going to be a great break.
0: Oh, that's wonderful! Well, who's going to take your place?
1: I think it's uh, our buddy Bob um, Rob uh, Rob, uh, Carson Carson from uh, Kansas Uh, City, uh, who has filled in before. He's a good guy. He's you'll like him. He's (laughs) a good guy.
0: Well, (laughs) what difference does it make? You got so many commercials running now. I mean, if you were paid by the word, that's my my motto.
1: That's what I'm hoping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: and what is with these Michael Graham commercial?
1: Well now we look we we everybody's happy about Nobody, everybody's commercials. Oh <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. that's not gonna work for this crowd.
2: Okay. Well, give it
1: up. And right. then
0: the Honda ad. Oh, that's great. It's gonna give me a new airbag after I've been driving it fourteen years. I don't know why you yeah. need a new ad exec over there. Okay, I don't know
1: what's yeah. going Let's on. go ahead and find out, <laughs> Helen. Thanks for calling with all your complaints on our Little Rib Friday Anything Goes. I wow. Helen's in a uh somebody woke up uh, woke up on the wrong side of the web this morning. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, Ellen. Come on, baby. <laughs> my camera babes are turning on me.
3: My... This is unbelievable.
1: <laughs> Someone is willing to be my girlfriend. <laughs> there isn't enough money <laughs> in my nest egg to <laughs> Anyway, 209. It's all to the camera on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. All righty, the, oh, I, I'm going to replay uh, for you the story I did earlier about the uh, the wonderful doggy story, uh, saving a dog's life thanks to the police in Tampa, Florida. There was a a young dog in Tampa, Florida, uh, kind of a terrier mid sized dog mix named Cabela. She was bought by some teenagers, so young they can't be identified, along with another 18 and 21 year old who bought the dog to have dog fights. A dogfighting ring in Tampa, Florida. This was one of the dogs. The boys, the young boys, the young teenagers said they bought her for dogfighting, but she was too nice. So they took her out in the woods and shot her and then left her there dead, went back to the house. Well, the dog wasn't dead. She survived. And she pulled herself back to the house because that's the home she knew. At that point, they said, oh, my God, this damn dog is still alive. So they took her to the nearby railroad tracks and tied her to the railroad tracks. Luckily, someone had heard the gunfire earlier, called the cops, and the cops showed up and saved the dog, took her to the vet. She's been adopted. She's going to be fine. But can you believe it? They shot her, left her to die. She crawled back to the house, and instead of... Taking care of her realizing, oh my God, what have we done? They tied her to the railroad tracks. I mean, I could kill people like that mm-hmm. i i'm i'm i i i'm right, it's two eleven well we only have a minute before uh, the traffic um num num num, num, shall we uh be hard num, to num what? uh we have a news break line, but I don't know if we have no, really I'm enough not. time oh oh, it's not oh, wait a second it's oh it's all it was the same number almost well let's find out here here's uh <laughs> here's on news radio one oh six seven hi Bob. Hello, Yes, sir. How you doing? Good. Welcome aboard, sir. Yes, sir. I enjoy your show. I'll
0: listen to it. There's it'll been running down south down through here. Uh, enjoy your vacation next week. And like I say, after Tuesday, I'll be off
5: the road uh, for 43 years, there.
1: No kidding. Well, doing? listen, happy retirement, Bob. Take it easy, be safe, and I hope you last for a long, long time like you said hey well have a great day a there you go thing. thanks bob happy friday to you 212 2- oh that's nice 212 and i reason i it was the same uh weird area code as the phone yeah. are you doing line jim gossett uses it. so with it. all right 212 hope you don't find the money strapped to my thigh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the Kimmer now and news weather and traffic on your ride home on news radio
1: 1067 there we go look out now
0: Hello, I'm Robert Stack. And <laughs> Robert. Now here's your host, yes, sir. a man who treats every show as if it were his last. Well, and coincidentally, <laughs> as a matter of fact, who'd have guessed? As fate would have it, what do you know? You're, You're not re- going to believe this. What were the odds? Here he is, Kim Peterson, <laughs> the Kimber, so the comedian,
3: the master. Thank you. <laughs>
1: uh, look out. It's 217, it's only B. More news, Megalad's coming up, and a presidential song saluting a traitor at the White House. But first, as Hall of Famer Cale Yarbrough celebrates his 76th birthday, we
4: say, Holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis! Your Atlanta Braves are beating Clay Buchholz. Oh. And the Boston Red Sox 3-0 right now. Yeah, excellent. Julio Tehran pitching well. And some guy named Pedro Siriaco playing shortstop as a three-run double for hey, the Ramos. that was for Major
1: League. That, wait a minute. Uh, 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 Seriano with a bat in the, uh, yeah. the... Serrano, yeah. Serrano, yeah. You're right.
4: You're right. I got real excited yesterday. Oh, I'm mean, to yeah? be let down hard, Kimmer. Well, I
1: didn't hard. mean to dress that sexy for you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You <laughs> sorry. were talking about a... <laughs> what, what What now?
4: Uh, I couldn't tell through these trousers. Hey, I heard that Buck was retiring, and I immediately had visions of listening to baseball and football games. The rest of the... Of my life without hearing the bombastic BS of Joe Buck. Oh boy. Destroying the flow and enjoyment of every good game. (laughs) (laughs) But then I found out it was John Buck, not Joe, who was hanging it up. Oh, yeah. Braves catcher, catcher, John Buck, 11-year vet, retiring at age 34, an all-star with Toronto. He had 134 homers for KC, Seattle, the Angels, Mets, Pittsburgh, and Blue Jays. Well, there you go. Well, not for each one of those teams. No, 110 for each one. Uh, John was not fading away. He had 320 with a homer and 25 at-bats this spring. He would have made $1 million for making the roster. He says he now has no choice but to spend more time with his family.
1: What do you suppose that
4: means? No, I said... I really a <laughs> <ass for. laughs> the NCAA Free Education for Whiny Spoiled Athletes You Should Not Be Paid tournament last night I, I, oh. saw the Notre Dame Passed Out Irish over the Shockers... <laughs> you think that if you lost, you had to go back to Kansas would be an incentive enough to win, but no. I guess the thought of having to stay in Cleveland if they won was too much of a shock. Tough crowd. The Wisconsin Squareheads beat the North Carolina Moonshiners. The Arizona Desert Mexicans defeated Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. And after a West Virginia player said undefeated UK was about to be 36-1... and won, the Kentucky Colonels spanked the Mountain Dews 78-39. to 39. <laughs> That's right. Open your mouth against Kentucky. Yeah, That I was mean, clever. Chief Sitting Bull thought it was a massacre. <laughs> Enough, he said. Uh, then he said, how? Uh-oh. Ever watch a soccer player score and then watch him run around the field avoiding his teammates like his head's yeah. been cut off? Yeah, yeah. Ever wonder what the other team is doing during this ridiculous, time-consuming celebration? I have wondered. Well, a team in Mozambique has solved this eternal question. They called for the ball. The scoring team stupidly threw it to them, and they promptly kicked it down the field and scored a (laughs) goal (laughs) themselves. Idiots. Thank you. Uh, College football coaches have a little time to play golf these days in between the recruiting. So, yeah. Ole Miss and Mississippi State coaches Hugh Freeze and Dan Mullen traveled to Biloxi to play around with Fred Couples. There you go. Now, Freeze is pretty good. He broke eighty at Augusta last year. Whoa! But the highlight of the trip came when another golfer placed a five-foot-long rubber snake in the golf cart. Oh boy! Coach Freeze didn't flinch, but he did stop cold when he saw it. Freeze then picked up the snake and placed it outside the Port-A-John where Couples was occupied. <laughs> uh, when Fred exited the John. He set a PGA record for the high jump. <laughs> Thankfully, he had already emptied his bowels. <laughs> and Hugh says, you know, Fred isn't from Mississippi. He doesn't see snakes that long very much. No,
1: he doesn't, no.
4: Uh, speaking of practical jokes, the Indians are having fun. Yeah, yeah. Their pranks have involved drones, water balloons, and local police this spring. Uh-oh. But when shortstop Jose Ramirez parked his car in the wrong spot one too many times, he found it had its own special parking spot. Veteran Mike Viles says Jose parked the car a little too far from the curb, and it looked awkward, so they decided to park it somewhere a little more comfortable, yeah. like the infield <laughs> at shortstop. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't tell him till he took the field. Oh, my. And don't mess with hockey players, or even even hockey players, and especially ex-hockey players turned broadcasters, but you know who you really don't mess with? Who's that? The police. Oh, boy. Arizona Coyotes radio analyst Nick Boynton was in Buffalo, New York Casino at 145 yesterday morning when he became abusive to other patrons of security. You know the saying, nothing good happens in a casino after midnight. Oh, that's right. So they called the cops, and Boynton promptly bit the hand of an officer trying to subdue no, him. No, that's not going to be will, good. Which Nick will be spending time in the penalty box. Yeah, I would think so. Oh, my goodness. All right, thank you, Pete. Appreciate
1: it. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Coming up after the 1230 News, we'll have uh, glorious Leslie Dove with Men's on Ball. And more news, lines coming up on News Radio 1067 as well. 844-404-1067. And it's only the Kimmer. And I can't believe this story from Fortune Magazine. Fortune Magazine has listed the 50 greatest leaders. Fortune Magazine describes the people who make their list as the 50 greatest leaders as extraordinary men and women who are transforming business, government, philanthropy, and so much more, unquote. Fortune Magazine has named Pope Francis... A couple of tech billionaires. Uh, They have also named a person by the name of D. Ray McKeeson and Janetta Elzey. And those two people are the two leaders of the mobs in Ferguson complaining about police brutality. Hands up, don't shoot. These, In fact, uh, McKeeson left his school administrator job in Minneapolis to go to St. Louis to protest. He met the girl at a medic training uh, program on how to respond to tear gas. So they took over doing all the hands-up, don't-shoot-I-can't-breath protests, uh, which is amazing that Fortune magazine would call these two protest leaders who are using a lie from a potential cop-killer case uh, to blast and blame the police department and uh, Officer Wilson, who will never get his reputation back. And Fortune magazine says these are two of the greatest leaders in the world, two protest leaders who, who as a disgrace, actually basically ruined a community, uh, had cops get shot, their media tools, hands up, don't shoot, perpetrating a lie that Officer Darren Wilson murdered a surrendering gentle giant. Uh, Fortune Magazine is a sister magazine to Time, by the way. And Time Magazine was forced into giving the Person of the Year award to Ebola caregivers, but they were going to vote for the Ferguson protesters as Person or People of the Year. And maybe now Time Incorporated is making up for that snub by having Fortune Magazine claim the two protest leaders in, in Ferguson, Missouri, are two of the greatest 50 leaders in the world. It must have really uh, put some salve onto the wounds of the survivors and the two New York Police Department officers who were murdered by the guy who posted, I'm putting wings on pigs today. They take one of ours, let's take two of theirs. That was in response to the Ferguson case and the New York case. Uh, hardly a comfort for the burned-out shop owners who lost everything in Ferguson and the families of the cops who were shot during protests. And Fortune magazine names these two leaders as two of the greatest leaders in the world. Okay, then. Well, all right. Let's wash our ears out with this. Putty Tat, saluting Bo Bergdahl with a song. Yes. Here's the story of a man named Bergdahl
0: who hates America as much as me. (laughs) Bo was nothing more than a deserter who helped the enemy. (laughs) It's the story of six brave soldiers who lost their lives searching for the scum? <laughs> Still, I gave away the farm so they'd return him. How could I be so dumb?
3: <laughs> I freed five of the world's most vicious killers. Well,
0: the CIA had much more than a hunch. It's putty tag. They'd be
3: right back
0: helping out Al Qaeda. That's the way they all became the Bird doll Bunch. <laughs> the Bird <Bergdahl laughs> Bunch. The Bird Bunch. That's the way they became the Bird gull Bunch.
1: All right, Putty Ted, right here with the camera on Letter Rip Friday, 226. Got a Facebook update.
4: Facebook update. Ken says, I just walked into Panda Express whistling, it's raining men. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thank
1: you. (laughs) A couple of showbiz bits. Suzanne Summers, who's got to be 70 now. Suzanne Summers is bringing a nightclub act to Las Vegas in May. A seventy-minute show called Suzanne Sizzles, the old uh, Three's Company TV star from the seventies. My God, she's got to be sixty-five or seventy years old. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. <laughs> yeah, I want to go watch her do a nightclub act. And it's uh, Matthew McConaughey is going to be speaking at the University of Houston graduation, and they won't. But the school won't say how much they're paying him. They've signed a confidentiality deal. Turns out that Matthew McConaughey, the great actor. Uh, charges minimum fees of $150 to half a million for a speaking engagement. <laughs> and they're paying him something at the University oh, of Houston. Nobody wants to say what. 227, Newsbreaker Lines coming up on News Radio 1067.
0: This is William Shatner, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. Really? My God, man. I thought Star Trek fans had no life. Anyway, The Kimmers on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And his show is so bad, my final wife held her own head under the water.
4: Archie,
0: oh, this is Archie Bunker. Hey, Archie. And this portion of your Kim Peterson show <laughs> is brought to you by Goodyear. Oh, Goodyear. Hey, would it kill you to move that Maserati meathead? <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson.
1: Hey, so much. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067-235. Really Happy Friday. Let her rip anything goes. 844-404-1067. This is Carly Rae Jepsen. New song called I Really Like You. She made a new video and she needed uh, a new hot star to be her man in the new video. Her manager is a guy named Scooter Braun who was having dinner with a friend of his. And over dinner, the friend said, hey, you should ask me to be in the new video. So uh, Scooter says, you know what? That might be kind of funny. Throw kind of a curveball.
2: Yeah.
1: So Carly Rae Jepsen's new video features her new hot guy in it, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Who'd have that? And it's uh, the first single off her album, which she hasn't even finished yet, Is I really like you. Also, speaking of Tom Hanks, this was the year, uh, this was the day, rather, 1995. He won another Academy Award, second in a row, for Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump won six Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Tom Hanks' Best Actor. I guess it was the year before he got it for, um, um, oh, my God, uh, uh, the one where he's on a Is desert, desert island there. Uh, uh, Castaway? Castaway. Castaway, wasn't Is that?
4: Is that what he got or Saving Private Ryan? Which one did he get? Boy, for? I don't
1: know, 95? Oh,
4: that one? 90,
1: he won it in 94. Whatever he won in 94, I don't, was, if uh. only
4: there was a. If we just find some way Sleep to look things up. <laughs>
1: What's that? Sleep. Sleep oh, I don't think he won. he won. He didn't win Academy Award for that. Philadelphia. Nah, no way. What? Oh, Philadelphia. That's right. The AIDS lawyer story. There you go. All right. Also, this is very weird. And I got uh, Leslie Duff coming here in just a second. And we, have, we may have a late live. Oh, we may have a late live newsmaker line. It looks like it may be happening here. Uh, but uh, I'll keep you posted here in a second. But uh, this is bizarre. Uh, a study by Diana Kenney, professor of psychology and music at the University of Sydney has done a study and found some research which led her to this conclusion. She examined the deaths of 13,000 musicians. And this researcher found that more than half of the deaths in rap music and hip-hop were by murder. <laughs> you take all the rap stars and hip-hop stars, more, of all the ones who have died, half of them were murdered. <laughs> you mean, that's not very good odds? I would be funny going to rap music. Hey, wait, it's a special late live edition of the old newspaper line. Let's see who's on there. Good afternoon. Hey, hello? Kimmer, this is Dennis Smillers. the phone gone down again there, Hey, Dennis, sorry. How's it going? Good to have you aboard.
0: Well, I don't know. Get it? Is you see where I lost my syndicated radio show earlier this week?
1: I didn't hear that. I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm
0: humiliated! I didn't even outlast the freaking Kimmer. What were the odds of that? <laughs> I give so my funny. bosses credit. They just said they didn't want to continue. They were totally upfront about it.
1: There. Well, that's good. That's nice.
0: I mean, they didn't screw with my equipment or ignore me in the hallways
1: <laughs> or sabotage
0: the phones and or diss my staff, take down my promos, remove my picture from the website, and hopes no. I'd put on my own. They just said we don't want to do this <laughs> anymore. It's right? over. Sorry. I mean, who would do I can't
1: have never heard of that myself.
0: You know, I we yes. said it was a mutual decision, which is always total BS. There, I yeah, yeah mutually. At yeah. least we didn't take the personal family reason load of crap route <laughs> that didn't work so well. For, <laughs> he, yeah, he found his clothes out in the driveway. <laughs> 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 you mentioned one of my idols in comedy, Milton Berle. What Milton a cool cat Burle? this guy was! He was a cat. Owner. I mean, here's a guy who could reach the back of the Balcony without enhancement, and his voice was pretty powerful too, there. You I mean, <laughs> hear him all the way in the back, but they. <laughs> yeah, the first time Marilyn met, when Rome met Uncle Melty, she was downright speechless there. <laughs> I can't talk. Hey, you know, there's going to be a big turnout tomorrow for the Southside Steve 50th birthday party. Oh, that's right. Big party
1: for Southside.
0: Oh, yeah. They're expecting a total of 17 teeth and 12,000 tattoos. It should be great (laughs) over there. Maybe maybe they can take the knife out of Eric's back long enough to cut his cake. I don't know, you know. Well,
1: I'm sure they're getting along fine now. I don't know.
0: What's the deal with the Rock 100 morning show anyway?
1: Well, I don't know, I sorry. mean,
0: if these guys would spend as much time plotting out a bit as they do plotting against each other, they might edge past the Kroger in-store announcement and in the freaking ratings there, people. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't want to get on a rant or anything. No,
1: I wouldn't do that. Yeah,
0: Pope Francis is going to visit Obama at the White House in September.
1: Oh, that's right, September.
0: Yeah, great. Right after he gets through legitimizing their live birth Bill Berry, maybe he can go over less an abortion clinic or two there, Chuck. I mean, when did they replace the catechism with Planned Parenthood's pamphlets there? Oh, I, need a... to, I, need to, I lost my job. I mean, I'm pretty
1: You're off. a little ticked off today, yeah. I see. That's all right, though, great, it's great always awesome Either way, it's a great pleasure to yeah. have you aboard, Dennis yeah, Miller. They'll
0: fire me, but at least they're going to put a Best of Dennis Christmas CD for the kids, you know, or <laughs> Marine's Toys for I mean, well,
1: since it's for I charity, mean, who would turn
0: out an offer like that, you know? Oh, no. To help out the kids on Christmas. I can't imagine <laughs> such a thing there,
1: Billy. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> you need to settle down, Miller. <laughs> Miller. Dennis Miller with the Kimmer. News Radio one oh six seven. Oh, goodness. 241. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio one oh six 241. Yes. i uh, a um, um, uh, communist leader, Russian leader, Vladimir Putin had one of the shortest speeches in the world that he's ever given, and it's just a second or two long, and I'll read it to you now. August 4th, 2013, Vladimir Putin addressed the Russian parliament. Quote, In Russia, live like Russians. Any minority from anywhere, if it wants to live in Russia, work and eat in Russia, should speak Russian and should respect the Russian laws. If they prefer Sharia law, live in the life of Muslims, and we advise them to go to those places where that's the state law. Russia does not need Muslim minorities. Minorities need Russia, and we will not grant them special privileges or try to change our laws to fit their desires, no matter how loud they yell, discrimination. We won't tolerate disrespect of our Russian culture. We'd learn better from the suicides of America, England, Holland, France, Canada, and Australia if we're to survive as a nation. The Muslims are taking over those countries. They will not take over Russia. Our traditions are not compatible with a lack of culture and primitive ways of Sharia law in Muslims. When this honorable body thinks of creating new laws, it should have in mind the Russian national interest, observing that Muslim minorities are not Russians. He got a five-minute standing ovation. Uh,
4: 242... We find it's always better to fire people on a Friday. Studies have statistically shown that there's less chance of an incident if you do it at the end of the week.
3: Uh,
1: ironically, it's Friday.
3: The Kimmer now and news, weather and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7. Look out.
1: This is Steve Martin. Steve-O.
3: And now here's your host,
0: <laughs> a man whose name won't even be mentioned once by any of next week's fill-in hosts. <laughs> well, I mean, no. why well, start now? <laughs> <laughs> Here he it
1: is, Kim Peterson. Tough crowd, tough crowd. Yes, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Leslie coming up. News Line's coming up. 249. Uh, News Radio 1067. Paul Kantner of Jefferson Starship and Jefferson Airplane. Hospitalized, may have had a heart attack. Uh, they say he's stable and undergoing tests. He'll continue with the tour. Jefferson Starship will keep their tour going and dedicate Paul Kartner. Damn, ah, crap. Dedicate every show to Kantner until he's. Ah, I don't care. On a story of that idiot. Oh. Yes, I'll never forget Jefferson Starship oh, when on. I met Paul Kantner and oh, and God. Grace Slick and, 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 and well, uh, all right, I did. So uh, embellish. <laughs> well, when I was interviewing Paul, he had me stop and we went to his car and made out for an hour. So that <laughs> <Small. laughs> to embellish everything around this place, <laughs> get me <any> freaking attention. <laughs> <And> embellish this. <laughs> The hideous Quentin Tarantino is 52 today. Mariah Carey, 45. Oh, I'm sorry, that's her waist. Oh, no, no, she's 45 years old. That's Hey, hey Mariah, you look great. How much weight are you trying to gain? I don't know. <laughs> Spanish ex- <laughs> Spanish explorer Juan Ponce de Leon sighted what's now Florida in 1513. And named it Little Five Points. So, yeah, it's kind of a, <laughs> a lot of people didn't know that. 250. <laughs> 250 on. He thought he was in Puerto Rico. I don't know. What did he know? <laughs> anyway, 250 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1062. weather time. What's it doing, baby? Oh, <laughs> Look out. It's definitely rated men, my friend, and that means only one thing. Hide the women and children before you bring in now uh, Men's on Ball with the glorious Leslie Dove. Hello. <laughs> Leslie, how's it going?
0: Men's on Ball, take 69. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Leslie. Well, again, we're getting going to get Men's International, Kimber, to sponsor your studio because something's going down every day over there. I tell you, Kimber, to compare yes, your control room to a van by the river is an insult to vans and rivers throughout the United States. Must be the Chattahoochee River with all the crappy equipment you got in there. I mean, That's
1: not a turtle. I'm sorry,
0: but Police Chief Cassandra Jones works more often than your phone system does there, Chachi. I just hate to see all these malfunctions happen on the Kimber final show, you know.
1: Maybe he could go out on
0: a high note, you know. (laughs) We
1: were all hoping.
0: Well, Kim, I don't want to brag. Besides, who would be hearing me at this point anyway? (laughs) But I'm slowly becoming... Known as Midtown's favorite March Madness analyst. Oh, really? Leslie Wildcat Dove, they call me, because I'm always tops in seating, just like my favorite team, <laughs> the KY squad, a
1: slippery bunch. I who, believe that's Kentucky, sir. Who inserted himself
0: into the Final Four discussion last night. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, they did last night, boy. They gave poor West Virginia a butt whipping that only one of Adrian Peterson's kids could appreciate. <laughs> oh. I mean the poor mountaineers reminded me of John Boy's girlfriend last night. Well,
1: what do you mean by that, sir?
0: Well, they left the arena with a tail between their LA. legs. <laughs> Turn into round, ball. Well, we'll do that right after the report. Oh, the NBA. <laughs> Your first place, Atlanta Hawks, mm. signed former Detroit Piston forward Austin Payne to a 10-day contract.
1: 10-day contract?
0: A 10-day contract. You sure his middle name isn't Peterson? <laughs> <laughs> it must be he's nowhere on the team's website. So that. <laughs> Thank well, you. I hear that Southside Steve is about to hit yeah. the big 5-0. 5-0, yeah. Yeah, congratulations, Steve, on adding two more words to your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Does that include verbs? <laughs> you know, I was wondering if I could maybe get on over there at the Rock One Hundred Morning Show, Kim. Well,
1: what do you mean, sir? What, what...
0: Well, I heard they're always working behind each other's backs. sounds like my kind of place. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, they're undermining each other. That kind of behind the back activity. <laughs> oh, no, I got you. <laughs> hey, if you can't screw over the guys who got you in the business, who can you screw over? That's <laughs> oh, what I've always oh, said. Man. <laughs> Wow. And Atlanta landmark, the punchline closes this weekend in yeah, Sandy Springs. This weekend closes. Brings back fond memories of the night that I opened for James Gregory and then I went out on stage.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Might be a law, I don't know. <laughs> the audience to its knees, remember? Kim, I had them rolling in the aisles. It's a shame they were wouldn't rolling, let me really? perform there. <laughs> Could be a law, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they'll let me perform at the new club, you know. The new one, yeah. Yeah, Spalding, you'll get no club and like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is been Leslie Dove, and i see it, at Phillips Arena. Go home, swish, swish. Thank
1: you, Leslie. <laughs> Look out, the glorious Leslie Dove with men's on ball, And it's only the Kimmer. <laughs> Mercy! Yeah, Look out, 254. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. Uh, we'll be gone next week. A little vacation time, a little family reunion type stuff. Never fear. And I think the chances are uh, 60-40 that I'll actually be back in a week. So that's be, I think they've been raised to sixty so forty Against, but you know, that's uh, <laughs> 255. It's a newsmaker line. Let's try it. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Steve Martin calling. Steve Martin, what a great thrill to have you aboard, sir. How
0: are you? Well, they've wanted me to call for a long time, but I've been holding out for a little bit of this. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd asked for money instead of a little bit of this. <laughs> but Seriously, Kimmer, it's small. a somber day. Somber day. The report is in. This was no accident. Yes, sir. There was no malfunction. Uh, oh, no it no was accident. deliberately planned to inflict the most possible uh, damage.
1: Oh, uh, that plane flight.
0: But enough about the Kimmer's phone system. How about <laughs> German wing investigation. (laughs) Is it true your engineer locked himself in the control room and refused to let anyone in while he was crashing your phone? I must destroy Kim Peterson. No. Do
1: what you will to the Kimmer King, Todd,
0: but leave that poor equipment alone, you devilish, thief. old (laughs) chum. You didn't know that Steve Martin had Adam West in his right. I did uh, not know that, sir. No, but I don't understand this. Every day it's always something.
3: Something. The yeah. Kimmer's
0: giving. Yeah. He's giving. And all he asks is some cooperation from the engineering crew. <laughs> Excuse me! I'm sorry, but I'm angry! It's
1: all right, Steve. It's going to be fine. Oh, mercy! 256 coming up. It's news people time. The respectability factor here at News Radio 1067. Until we see you again and hear and meet here on the News Radio 1067, it's only the camera and feet but Oh, damn it. My patella's bleeding. The patella's bleeding, son of
0: This is Hank Hill, and thank you for listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, courtesy of Hangman and John Boy. So if you didn't like the show, blame them. Listen to The Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3, on News
3: Radio 1067. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands.